Welcome to Creative Biolab Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. As our sharing guest, Dr. Smith came to our program today as promised. There is a lot of interesting knowledge waiting for us to explore. I believe everyone is looking forward to his arrival. Let's welcome Dr. Smith with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith? Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. As we mentioned earlier, naked antisense oligonucleotides have little antisense effect in cultured cells. The use of effective delivery methods greatly enhances cellular uptake and the antisense effect of antisense oligonucleotides. Liposomes are microspheres with a hydrophobic phospholipid bilayer on the outside and a hydrophilic interior. Antisense oligonucleotides can be encapsulated into liposomes, or they can be bound to the surface of liposomes by electrostatic interaction. The structure and surface properties of liposomes determine several different ways in which liposomes interact with oligonucleotides. Cationic lipids such as DOTAP, DOTMA, and DOGS have a strong affinity with negatively charged cell membranes under physiological conditions. Cells can take up antisense oligonucleotides by phagocytosis and from endosomes in the cytoplasm. Today, we focus on the research results and applications of anionic and neutral liposomes in the delivery of oligonucleotides. Where do we start, Dr. Smith? There is no doubt that the chemically modified oligonucleotides show sufficient stability and binding affinity. However, the main question is how efficiently these molecules are delivered into the cytoplasm and nucleus where they should inactivate messenger RNAs or their precursor molecules. When it comes to in vivo applications, particulate drug carriers appear to be the best choice, of which liposomes appear to be the most promising. They are widely used delivery systems ranging from traditional encapsulation of oligonucleotides into anionic, neutral, and pH-sensitive liposomes to their complexation with cationic liposomes. According to the data, the first application of antisense oligonucleotides was the use of free molecule bathing in cell culture. The researchers investigated the high charge of these molecules and the low permeability of the lipid bilayer. What do the results of the study show? After studying the permeability of liposome-encapsulated oligomers, the researchers concluded that it is clear that other internalization mechanisms must be at work. Since fusion is a rare phenomenon and liposomes are known to enter cells by endocytosis, encapsulation of antisense molecules into liposomes is therefore one of the logical procedures. What kinds of liposomes have been considered in the search for good carriers for delivering antisense oligonucleotides? Please give us two simple examples. After understanding the lysosomal degradation process of typical liposomes, the researchers tried pH-sensitive liposomes that could bypass this process. Even more, to target specific cells, liposomes carrying antibodies are also used. The reason is that most receptors are endocytosed. 
The binding of the antibody results in the internalization of the liposome, most commonly through the endocytic pathway. Speaking of antibodies, in one of the earliest studies, it was shown that antibody-targeted liposomes containing oligodeoxynucleotides complementary to viral RNA selectively inhibited viral replication. Could you please explain the mechanics of this? Does this study suggest that endocytosis is one of the mechanisms by which liposome-encapsulated oligonucleotides enter cells? In fact, phosphodiester oligonucleotides are inactive. When applied freely at appropriate concentrations, they are encapsulated in the form of liposomes. They inhibit viral proliferation at 100-fold lower concentrations in a sequence-specific manner. For example, phosphorthiode inhibits replication in both free and liposomal forms, without sequence specificity in acutely infected cells with HIV. In contrast, their activity was sequence-specific in chronically infected cells. Encapsulation in targeted liposomes is at least 60-fold more efficient than the same oligonucleotide-free solution. This suggests that uptake via cell-mediated endocytosis is efficient. Earlier, an article reported efficient intracellular transport of oligomers in anionic liposomes. What strategy did the researchers take? They employed a minimal volume encapsulation method to encapsulate oligosaccharides with high concentrations of lipids. In this method, a small volume of oligomerization solution is added to the dried lipid film and a lipid suspension is first formed. After overnight incubation, diluted one. Has this delivery system been validated in cell experiments or in vivo? This delivery system was tried in leukemia mold 3 cells. The aim was to inhibit P-glycoprotein synthesis and reverse multidrug resistance in human tumor cell lines. The study found that liposomal antisense molecules were more effective in reducing doxorubicin resistance than free molecules. Also, P-glycoprotein synthesis was reduced approximately tenfold when liposomal formulations were used. As a control, the sense oligonucleotide had no effect in either format. I understand. So, what are the advantages of encapsulating antisense oligonucleotides with pH-sensitive liposomes? For pH-sensitive liposomes, liposome-encapsulated oligonucleotides can inhibit friend retrovirus thereby protecting its cargo from lysosomal degradation. Inhibition of the spread of viral infection was observed to be approximately twice, as good in the case of pH-sensitive liposomes. In addition, it was found that retroviral infection stimulated liposome internalization. In non-virus-infected cells, liposomes are simply adsorbed on the cell surface. Studies have shown that some modified analogs exhibit poor water solubility and can be encapsulated into lipid bilayers. What qualities of this complex are worth mentioning? The mechanism of action of this complex and the activity of insoluble oligonucleotides are unknown. However, studies have shown that blocking the P210 protein, that promotes the selective expansion of mature progenitor cells. This protein can inhibit the occurrence of chronic myeloid leukemia. Hydrophobic drugs to be encapsulated are usually mixed with lipids in the organic phase. In this study, they were dissolved in DMSO and mixed with lipids in butanol. After freeze-drying, the dry cake was added with water and sonicated twice for a short time. Unincorporated oligosaccharides were removed by fickle centrifugation. The growth inhibition rate of 50% can be achieved at low concentrations of liposome oligonucleotides. 
This effect was selective as neither control cells nor control oligonucleotides exhibited this inhibitory effect. As far as I know, continuous improvements in traditional liposome design have also been used to deliver antisense molecules to human oral epidermoid cancer cells expressing epidermal growth factor receptor. Could you please tell me the aim that this idea trying to achieve? In brief, the idea is to inhibit the expression of this receptor, preventing cells from proliferating. In this study, not only ligand liposomes were used to enhance specific interactions, but polyethylene-coated liposomes were also used to reduce nonspecific interactions. Additionally, to optimize binding, folate ligands were attached to the distal end of the polymer. To obtain high encapsulation efficiency, very high lipid concentrations and low concentrations of oligonucleotide solutions were used. A nearly eight-fold increase in cellular uptake was observed over non-ligand liposomes, whereas the presence of free folate inhibited this specific uptake. Compared with the control group, the system has a significant inhibitory effect. In my understanding, these studies show that various liposome technologies are rapidly penetrating this field. Does this mean that we can expect more favorable results? Totally. On the other hand, however, we must be aware that there are many nonspecific effects. In many cases, what appears to be an expected outcome is the product of a phenomenon that is not yet understood. I will mention some of them, including nonspecific effects, the toxicity of oligonucleotides and lipids, and others. One must also be aware that cells in culture can exhibit different specific effects, not to mention different from day to day or from lab to lab. Can you tell us about the latest research on liposomes entrapping antisense oligonucleotides? Recent applications of sterically stabilized liposomes have also been used for the entrapment of these molecules. Encapsulation of oligonucleotides in sterically stabilized liposomes increased the localization of labeled oligonucleotides in colonic tumors by 20-fold. The blood circulation half-life was increased, from 1 hour for free phosphorothiote molecules, to 12 hours and 20 hours, respectively, when encapsulated in liquid and solid liposomes. Due to the long circulation time, such liposomes can accumulate in tumors characterized by vascular loosening and lymphatic drainage dysfunction. Similarly, therapeutic studies targeting focal adhesion kinase antisense sequences are being conducted in nude mice. To encapsulate or bind to partially cationic surfaces, different sterically stabilized liposomes have been tried. Targeted liposomes containing fab fragments attached to the distal end of the polyethylene glycol chain were also used. The physical chemical properties, biological stability, and interaction were also studied. That is all. So much for our content today. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time. Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.